What's up, guys? It's Jordan. And Aaliyah. This, this is, is So Yoked Up. Hey, I'm here with my best friend, my beautiful wife. Babe, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I am super excited about this conversation because this is a talk that is a must-have. Absolutely. Marriage mentality. What does it look like in relationships, especially during the season of singleness? I remember when I was a single man dating, preparing for marriage. But during that season of singleness, I was also focusing on applying God's word. It says in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, it says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. I remember just applying his word with all of my heart. I think all men have to do that in order to become marriage ready. I believe that all men have to be equipped with God's word to know how to lead spiritually. It won't work if a man does not have a relationship with God. He won't even know where to start when it comes to commitment. He won't even know where to start when it comes to love. He won't even know where to start when it comes to uh, the relationship. Everybody has issues. Everybody comes in with flaws. Nobody is perfect. No relationship is perfect. But a man has to be able to love unconditionally. He has to be able to forgive unconditionally. He has to be able to cover his woman with grace in times of need. So it's important that he has a relationship with God because God is the only one who's able to help him in those areas. So as a man, how did you prepare for marriage? Listen, like any other couple, right? We're not perfect, but I I think applying his word is the most important thing a man can do. Like in episode one, when we talked about putting God first. You have to put him first in the relationship that you're in, right? You know, you have to do that. Sometimes, you know, it's not easy because we get busy with the days, the weeks or whatever, you know, the busyness of life. We always put ourselves first, whether going to school, putting our careers first, and especially the kids, right? Mm -hmm. We can put everything else ahead of God, except for applying his word. Sometimes we just got to take five minutes out of the day just to thank him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to always just read his Bible, you know, constantly, but just to thank him for the small things, Right, right. you know, but it's important that men, we need more men to step up to the plate. You know, I talk to a lot of men who just say they are afraid of commitment. I asked them why they said, you know, I'm not in a place where I want to be at financially or emotionally. Some men are still developing themselves, you know. And I think a lot of women, I wouldn't say they're getting impatient, but mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, it is hard to find a good woman out there too. Yeah. You know, it took me a, a quite a few years to, to find you, but during that season, I wasn't rushing to be in a relationship either. But I know for a fact that I didn't want to settle. So would you say that, Commitment is part of having a marriage mentality. I don't think you can have a stable marriage without commitment. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to come into the marriage with a committed mindset that, okay, we are going to do this for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And when things get rough or when we have issues within the marriage, I think it's important to have healthy conflict resolution right. skills. And I think a lot of people lack those skills in when conflict or disagreements arise, they go back to unhealthy habits or they go back to doing the same things that they were doing when they were single. And that's why it's important to develop those marriage mentality habits during that season of singleness, because when you get married, 
you can actually work more cohesively and you can be able to, uh, you know, resolve issues in a more uh, inclusive manner and not just be so self-centered, but you also are making decisions that apply in making the relationship more effective as yeah. a whole. So when you get in a relationship, you know, I, I like to ask questions and I know a lot of people don't really ask a lot of questions prior to the relationship. And to be honest, you know, you can avoid a lot of drama down the line and a lot of issues within the relationship if questions were presented on the table in the earlier phases of that relationship. Um, most importantly, you know, does this person have a relationship with God? If you are already spending time with God and they are not a person of faith, then already that's an issue and a conflict that that may arise, you know, fairly quickly because just depending on the severity of the relationship, you may take your faith more seriously than they mm -hmm. or vice versa. And, you know, you don't want to be on two different pages spiritually, especially during this era and this, you know, this this year was crazy. You know, we had a lot of stuff going on this year and it's important. It's like, babe, OK, you know, during these times, it's important that we're on the same page spiritually. It's like, OK, where can we get encouragement from when there's so much calamity and strife going on in this world? We have to be able to find peace somewhere. And I think we both found that in God's word. And I think that initially started when we were in our season of singleness and we took the time out to spend time with God and get to know what peace really was prior to us coming together in a relationship. So it's important during that season of singleness to develop your marriage mentality. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, babe, because a lot of men, they may wonder, you know, what the female perspective is, yeah. what did marriage mentality look like from a woman's perspective as a wife. Now you can speak on that and what that looked like from your side. Well, putting the needs of the household before my own, like everything is not about me. Like nothing is ever about me. And I think that's something that I have to remind myself when, you know, just going about like my everyday life. I was like, okay, like, what can I do for babe first? Like, what can I do for him? Like, I need to take care of this before I take care of my own needs. So just reminding myself that Jesus comes first and I come last. Like, whatever my assignment is for that day, whether that being meal prepping for the day in the week, taking care of the cleaning and doing the laundry, like, all these things are tied to my role as a wife and are extremely important to me. Um, they're no small thing at all. Um, they are very important to God. So I tried to take that seriously and keep it at the forefront of my marriage mentality to, you know, keep myself humble and take care of the people around me. And, and my needs will, will follow after that. Like I will get so much satisfaction in taking care of my priorities, which is our home and, and just being the best wife that I can be to you. Hey, humility is key. I see so many relationships where pride is the focal and foundation point of their relationship. And ultimately, when you have pride in a relationship, when there is two individuals who are so self-centered, where they don't have a need to serve one another, when they don't have a need to walk in humility, I mean, that that is a recipe for disaster. You know, like any other couple, when we first got married, we had to work through some issues, oh, right? Yeah. 
like the scripture says, you know, the two will become one. It doesn't say how fast they will become one or mm -hmm. how quick we will be able to be cohesive with one another. But in Genesis 2 verse 24 it says, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. I think the commitment process starts with as a man knowing that coming into this marriage, I am no longer a selfish individual. Uh -huh. I'm no longer going to make decisions for me right. i'm going to make decisions for us and i'm going to make decisions for our, our future family so it's important coming into a relationship that you have a mindset of you first not me first right. and i think that's important and a lot of individuals don't do this so as a couple it's important that we're on the same page that we're doing things collectively and we are in agreement to whatever decision that is we are in agreement to the future the finances you know everything has to be in alignment write your goals down i'm gonna write my goals down and we have to come together is it a reality and is it realistic to achieve these goals in a timely fashion mm -hmm. you know can we uh, work and strive to achieve these goals in a manner that we both can uh, achieve them the way that we want to yeah, and I've seen a lot of, of how, like, just different reasons why, you know, marriages fail is because someone stopped having a marriage mentality or someone never had a marriage mentality. So I think coming into our marriage, it was it was hard. Like, I had never heard what a marriage mentality was, let alone seen it modeled in my own home. Um so it, it took a lot for me to get used to and to adjust to having that marriage mentality because prior to marriage, you know, and especially in your singleness, you're just thinking about yourself. You're just thinking about how can I benefit? Right. Not not what I can give to you, but what can you give to me? Right. I mean, it's not automatic. We're two different people. We yes. come from two different uh, backgrounds. We come from two different families. So mm -hmm. the way you grew up, the way that I grew up, it's not going to always look the same. Right. So when we come together, those are some of the issues that we have to work through as well. And like I said before, I was talking to you the other day, how do we resolve conflict? It could be either healthy or unhealthy. Sometimes during the season of singleness, how we resolve conflict can actually lead into a relationship and be a negative aspect that we bring into relationships as well. Because in a marriage, we can oftentimes go back to those single mentalities and resolve yeah. conflicts in the way that we used to yeah. do it in the season of singleness stage, right? right? But in a marriage, we have to be able to communicate effectively. Yeah. And it's hard to talk it out. Like when you're used to, when it, when you're used to everything being about you and when you're like, okay, well, I was hurt. Like I'm not right. taking into consideration that you were also hurt in the right, process right. of this too. So we got to be quick to forgive mm -hmm. and quick to ask for forgiveness, yes. you know, because during the times that we may come off as offensive or we may say or do certain things that may be hurtful, we may not think they're hurtful mm -hmm. or you may not think they're hurtful, but understanding and having a, a ear to listen to each other's hearts and be open-minded about, okay, what you said or what you did was kind of insensitive or what I said or did was kind of insensitive to your, your needs and be able to you know, rec reconcile that situation and talk things out. It's yeah. important that we communicate and talk things out so we can grow and learn together from each other, right? Mm -hmm. We we mold and learn at the same time. And I think it's important 
when something is said, you know, it's not it's not okay. Just walk out and and go be with, uh, you know, another female just because you said I did something to me or it's not okay for me to just go out and leave just because you said something. I mean, we have to be committed to love. Mm -hmm. We have to be committed to the desires of our hearts. And that's each other. You know, anytime conflict ever comes about in like all relationships, you will have ups and downs. That's normal. Having arguments is normal. How you resolve those arguments, how you resolve those conflicts is what's going to separate you from being a successful relationship and being another statistic. I mean, all relationships have ups and downs, but like right. I said, how even how, in marriage, yeah, like, absolutely. Like your problems don't change once you get to marriage. Like when you get right. married, it, you're you're not living this perfect life where there's no troubles, no worries. Like no, like you will have ups and downs. You will have your challenging moments together. You will have times when you're angry, but it's like, it's all about how you respond to those moments that that matter that really will make or break the marriage. When we came to an agreement that we were going to be intentional about keeping strife out of our home, creating an environment of peace, when we were committed to establishing a peaceful household, right? It created a wonderful marriage for mm -hmm. us. And that is truly the reason why I feel we are successful today is because we have agreed to create a peaceful home and not a home of strife and calamity and arguments. Even if there's disagreement, the way that we communicate with one another is essential with how we come together mm -hmm. and move forward on resolving other issues that we may have down the line. We can't move forward if we're still holding on to certain things in the past, right? right? And I think that's why marriages today struggle because there's issues that a lot of people, let's be honest, you know, infidelity is a huge issue, mm -hmm. especially in marriage. Yeah, It's the ultimate trust barrier. When it's broken, it really damages and destroys the relationship. And ultimately, if you are in a relationship or even in an engagement stage and that is already an issue, that's a huge red flag. Right. Mm -hmm. So coming into the marriage, I mean, of course, you're going to have, you know, some concerns of your past or your ex may have done certain things that may kind of remind you or bring some insecurity into the relationship. But it's important to communicate those concerns and those insecurities when you're married. You have to be open. Yes. You have to be able to express your insecurities. Whatever those insecurities are, that's what your husband or your wife is for. So you can lean on them right. and, and come together and be more of a whole relationship. Right. Because you can't hide in marriage. You cannot. So it, you might as well get all of those insecurities and things out there on the table because marriage is like a magnifying glass. Like, Absolutely. Like it will expose you. It will. You will see every cracking crevice, every flaw, every insecurity that your your spouse has. Like you cannot hide in a marriage. Listen, the two of us don't agree all the time, but that doesn't mean we have to argue. Mm -hmm. You know, if things start to get heated, you know, or walk away, or you you have to take a time to engage in, you know, working out or, you know, doing whatever you need to calm down, right? right? Something but, positively right. productive. But it's always important to come back calm and collective and be able to communicate 
whatever those issues are. And it's important to have somebody who's committed to listening and hearing your heart as well, Mm -hmm. you know, because love is not going to last if nobody's willing to listen. You know, you won't be able to learn from each other if nobody's able to communicate effectively. You know, what I've learned from, you know, you, babe, is the patience that you have. Even the way you communicate with me is something that I've had to embrace because that's not something that I was used to. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I came from relationships where it was just the woman was always, you know, focused on herself. Mm-hmm. But you come into a relationship where you're selfless. And you want to serve and and be kind hearted and be intentional about expressing your concerns, but in a kinder way, I should say, you know, you don't have to always be so aggressive and and demanding this. And and I think that's what pushes a lot of guys away is when the woman is always pressing her concerns and nagging on the man about what he is doing wrong instead of communicating effectively and expressing, okay, you know, I hear your heart. I want to hear your heart more, but also these are my concerns as well in that relationship. And I think that's something that I had to learn with you is that if I bring something to your attention, I don't have to say it more than once to you. Like you heard me the first time, you'll take care of it. Um, and, And I've realized, you know, where I get that from, like in times in the past, like when I have you know, says something like more than once, okay, why do I do that? And for me, it goes back to my father, like me having to tell him something over and over again. And then the next time I bring it up, he's like, okay, you didn't tell me that. Or his response is like that he never said X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yes, you did. So for me, like I've, I've had to learn that with you, like, I don't, I don't have to do that with you. Like you heard me, like you're, you're listening. And there's even times where I'm like, babe, what did I just say? And you'll repeat back everything right. that I just said. I'm like, oh, man, like, it's important he, to he listen. Really I'm telling you, it's me. important. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it's better to have a loving, a kind, a joyful atmosphere in your home. I choose to have peace over my own way. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just simple as that. The listening component of that is embracing the peaceful environment like Mm -hmm. if i want a peaceful environment i need to listen more that's what all men should get like if you want to have a better relationship try listening more try being able to communicate don't always throw your opinions and suggestions on the woman but actually try listening to her heart and her desires you know we've learned from each other you know but ultimately we learn from god right Mm -hmm. We want to please him. We're not here to change each other. We are here to only be changed by God. And that's the most important thing. We want to be able to have a successful relationship and have a trusting and committed relationship, putting God first and by being able to maintain a marriage mentality. So during your singleness, like, how did you come up with this concept of marriage mentality? Did you see it modeled, you know, by another man? You know, did you research it? Like, how did you come across this concept? Because a lot of people may say like, they've never heard about it. So how did you, you know, come come across this concept? That's very interesting that you said that because during my season of singleness, I always thought that a single man was supposed to date, right? Mm -hmm. He was supposed to date. And I thought about, okay, how about when he gets married? Is he still supposed to have that mindset when he is a married man? And I knew that that there had to be a clear distinction between how he thought as a single man and how he thought as a married man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you mentioned research. So I did start 
I started researching what marriage looked like in a successful relationship. And what I found was that a lot of men who had a relationship with God, him as his foundation in a relationship, they often had a successful marriage. You know, I started reading the Bible in Ephesians 5, it talks about how a man should love his wife like Christ loves the church. Mm -hmm. And I started researching what that love looked like. What did it mean to be committed to one woman? Because during the season of singleness, you're not committed to one woman. Right. You're, you're, you're dating, you're around. dating around. It was important during my season of singleness that I was looking that up instead of getting married. And then I don't know how to be a husband. Like right. I'm still thinking like a single man as a husband. And I think that's where a lot of men who get married go wrong because they get married, they have the husband title, but they still have the single mindset. Right. They still want to see other women, Absolutely. you know, and have and have a whole wife, a whole family. It does home. not work that way. There has to be a switch in the mindset of a man coming into marriage. You have to know how to be able to have a faithful, committed relationship before you even get into the marriage. Because if you are still thinking as a single man, you are going to be married to this woman and still treating her as if you're dating her. And meaning you're you're dating other women or you still have a desire to want to date other women. And that can lead to infidelity and other issues of that nature. So for me, it was researching what marriage meant. Mm -hmm. It was researching what it meant to be a husband, uh, a man of God, a loving man, you know, a caring man, because you don't see these qualities in a in a man today like right. he's compassionate he listens he's caring you know he's unselfish you know he's loving you know those are qualities that a man today has to learn mm -hmm. and oftentimes we don't have the example to show us how to demonstrate those qualities in a relationship so for me i had to be intentional about researching them and learning them and reading god's word and applying his love to my life so I could be able to reciprocate that and demonstrate that in a relationship. I know for me, like growing up, that was something that I really did not see, um, like a marriage mentality in either one of like my parents. I know that, you know, I, I saw like my my dad with, you know, all these different women and I wasn't seeing that marriage mentality modeled out like in him. Like he's been married four times, three divorces and I basically picked up on infidelity. Like he he taught me what a single mentality looked like. And I think that's that's a problem for people who want to get married, people who want to have their own families. Like we need to see a marriage mentality modeled out in our households. And I think the reason why I didn't even know how to have a marriage mentality of my own was because it wasn't demonstrated at home as a child between the both of my parents. Absolutely. I mean, we're only going to model the things that are demonstrated within our homes. And if we're not intentional about reapplying and relearning what was demonstrated, we could be the, the very examples in which was yeah. shown to us, whether that is positive or negative. So that marriage mentality, it has to be learned if it's not shown to you in a home growing up mm -hmm. and if you are a man you have to be intentional about learning what that is if you're a woman you have to be intentional about learning how to be treated because what society has shown us about marriage and even within our homes 
what our parents have shown us has not always been the best example. So we are living in a day and age where we have to learn and recondition the very things in the very ways that marriage was being done and relationships was being done in the first place. And I, I remember, you know, just coming into our whole relationship, what I learned was wrong and everything that I thought I knew, I had to like discard it, get rid of it and like relearn it from, from the biblical perspective, God's way. And I think that was, that was life changing for me. Like, wow, like, my parents taught me the wrong thing. They taught me the wrong way. And it's it's devastating because your parents are supposed to be the ones who teach you the way, the way of life. They're the ones who are supposed to teach you, you know, God's way and give you good good guidance and good counsel. And for me, that wasn't the case. Everything that I learned about what marriage was not came from my parents. And then Everything that I learned that marriage was came from being in our relationship, like you teaching me, um, you know, the the biblical laws and the biblical perspective of what a good and healthy marriage looks like between a man and a woman, husband and wife in the context of marriage. I mean, it was it was just life changing for me because like I, I began looking at my parents through a different lens and that's God's that's God's word and I'm like wow like family was really done wrong here and I think that's important coming into a relationship is and it's only natural for us to look at relationships through the perspective and lenses of our own parents yes and we have to be self-reflective in regards to how we come into a relationship because we don't want to reciprocate a relationship that our parents did if it wasn't successful right if our mission is to have a successful marriage and our parents didn't have a successful marriage Mm -hmm. of course we can take the good and the bad but ultimately we want to take more of the good and apply what they didn't do right to our lives so we don't repeat that same mistake and that goes in the dating phase in the relationship stage where can we go wrong or learn from the mistakes that we did go wrong and learn from those and see exactly what we could do better in the next time we go about it. And I think I think just for me, I didn't have any like relationship talks with I guess like I would say like my mother because she was the one who I I lived with and grew up with. I didn't have any relationship talks with her to help me navigate relationships like in terms of relationships, she really didn't teach me anything. And I think as as a young girl, what would have helped me get a better grasp of, of relationships, even though her, her marriage with my father did not work out, what would have helped me is if she taught me about her mistakes, mm-hmm. if she helped me to learn from her mistakes so that I could be a better woman, so that I could be a better wife. But I, I think because she was so hurt, and and still even even now like just healing from from what happened with with their relationship she didn't want to talk about it it, it yeah. was just too painful father god thank you for bringing us together to grow in oneness of heart and soul help us to overlook some things to make allowances for our differences 
We declare that only you can change what needs to be changed within our hearts and our lives. Becoming one takes time and we embrace the openness of your word and acknowledge that your wisdom is true and we want to apply it in our lives on a daily basis. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This is So Yoked Up.